Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. Everybody, welcome into episode number 509 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's KB coming at you from Underground Studios and joining me from the Pitts Cave all the way in Boston, Massachusetts. It's the host with the most, the people's champ himself, looking dapper as ever on the first no football Sunday of 2023, Mr. Patty Pitts. KB, it is a great day for the first Sunday without NFL football uh, because it's Dickie Pitts' birthday. Shout out Dickie Pitts. Happy birthday to him. So I look this nice. We're going out to a nice birthday dinner. And instead of getting you know into my usual recording gear, I was like, you know, why not look sexy on the broadcast? So thought I'd give you guys a little bit of uh, some SFP action on the uh, stream today. So there it is. Uh, no NFL. We can finally breathe our our long July to February marathon uh, is on a short hiatus. Uh, we will we will talk some XFL for the people who are interested because uh, we have XFL connections, uh, obviously, with the OG underground athlete, Jamil Demby, uh, playing for the Vegas Vipers today. There's some South Jersey players as well uh, across the board. And I think the XFL just kind of doing some like surface level digging into um everything is is doing a lot of really smart things so we'll talk some xfl and then we had a super bowl to cover so we're obviously a little late to this article from jim bowden at the athletic who i'm 90 percent sure jim follows us on instagram oh really uh, so i might try to get jim on the show and like kind of talk shop with cool. this that would be pretty um, cool. but he put out an article uh for the athletic couple weeks ago february 7th so like almost two weeks ago um that sent the internet kind of into a just fun frenzy about baseball realignment and you know there's obviously been talks since dombrowski left boston when he went down to nashville where he's trying to get a nashville team started up that's not happening for a long time though because he just signed that extension with the fight ends big baby dave um, but he also included another potential expansion team, which we'll talk about and kind of just like redefines baseball divisions and competition as we know it, which some of it I like, some of it I'm like questioning, um, but that's what the chaos is for and that's what we're here to talk about. So we'll talk about that as well. Um, and then just, you know, spring trainings here. Spring is in the air. I don't know about you, Pitts, uh, but Thursday here in the old South Jersey, it's going to be a whopping 75 degrees. Are you serious? We love February weather. <laughs> Al Gore had a point, right? I don't know. Just... <laughs> maybe, maybe we should have listened to old man bear pig that uh, oh. something's going on because that is just fucking ridiculous. Okay. 
I went from 60 degree the other day. I wore probably a long sleeve and a, my quarter zip to work. And yesterday or two days ago, whenever it was, I was in three to four layers again. I don't know what the fuck's happening, but we got to figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. Figure it uh, out. Figure it out. We, uh, I'll also, for the people out there, if, if you don't listen to OTB, I don't know what you're doing. Go listen to the Outside the Box podcast. Uh, next Sunday morning, I'll be in Virginia for the PL Championship Series championship game. Um, so if you're going to be in the air, come say what's up. But we'll be having live coverage from the championship game for the PLL there. DJ and I did our PLL Championship Series preview on the episode that came out this week. Um, so go check that out. We're going to be doing full-blown content from here uh, leading up to the championship game, to which I'll be there in person. So uh, go check that out as well. But before we get started, make sure you guys are following us on the socials. At Underground PHI on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311 and on Instagram at KBIZZLE11. Pitts, I've, I've been posting a lot more on our Instagram pages recently. Yeah, I've been seeing that. It's nice. I don't know why I thought Instagram was such a hassle. <laughs> yeah, you're, you've been telling me. I'm, I'm kind of on that boat now. It's it's a I don't know if it's just from where we were before to where we are now that it's just gotten easier mm -hmm. to post, um, but it does feel a lot easier to post on Instagram than it did in years past. So we're we're on that Instagram wave. And you see my stories every morning. That view, man, that view is fucking gorgeous. Yes. And you can only see that on my Instagram. Uh, and then you can follow Pitts on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and at Pitsy35 on Instagram. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there. Leave a five-star rating and review on Apple and on Spotify. You can leave the five-star uh, ratings. goes a long way for helping the show continue to grow. Um, had awesome downloads this, this past couple weeks, obviously, with the big game and everything. Um so keep it coming, you know, tell your friends, subscribe to the pod. Um, it really does help the show. It helps more people see what we're doing. It helps more people find all of our other shows that are on the network as well. Um, so go subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And on Apple and Spotify, you can unsubscribe and resubscribe and play with yeah. the algorithm. Yeah, so that. go do that. Um, yeah. Leave a five-star review. We do read them on the show. So if you leave the reviews, we read them on the show. So. And subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. That's where you get full video episodes of every podcast on the network. You get live streams. You get original content. Uh, obviously, we have the Jamil Demby documentary that we're still filming. Uh, that's going to be exclusively on our YouTube channel. And, of course, uh, you get shorts. You get clips, interviews, all that good stuff. So we're working on some big things for the all. YouTube. You get pits on parade. Bro, the idea you sent me the other day um, is kind of, pun intended, a gold mine or gold <laughs> at the end of the rainbow. Oh, it's a bit of a gold mine, don't oh, you know? It's a gold mine out there in South Boston. Uh, so, yeah, go subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. We are currently, as of this recording, at 387 subscribers. Let's get to 400 by the end of the month. Let's make that happen. 13 more people. Just hit that subscribe button. Smash the like button. Ring the bell icon. Comment down below your thoughts on everything we talk about on today's episode. And, of course, big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, 
Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, guys, go get your merch from our incredible merch partners, PHI Apparel Company. They are the best in the game. Uh, there's no doubt in our minds, Pitts, you just got your merch. Talk Bro, to the people so real quick about your merch. Dude, it's so comfy. That sweatshirt that I just got. I, one, I, I haven't had a black sweatshirt in a while. Very slimming. Don't know why I didn't do it sooner. Love it. Love and it. I actually like the design of it. You know, I like it just simple. I want to get more t-shirts from it. I mean, it just, I'm a big fan of what I received from PHI Apparel. Even the Cerebral shirt, that's going to be a collectible. That's going to be one of the first in our history. So mm-hmm. that's a, I got a little piece of history right there. Yeah, so go get your merch. We've got merch for every single podcast on the network, and PHI Apparel Company's got incredible uh, merch designs to make sure that you stand out in the crowd, gear up for our uh, our Tailgate Live podcast series that we have coming. Details on that will be released uh, starting in March, uh, so get ready for that. And uh, we want you guys rocking merch there. PHI Apparel Company is going to be part of those live stream uh live tailgate podcast so go get your merch phiapparel.co and use code underground for 10 percent off any and all merch orders from our friends at phi apparel company uh the best in the game shout out to them for being our exclusive merch partners use code underground 10 percent off any and all merch pitsy yo let's talk some baseball it's spring training yeah. World Baseball Classic. You and I are going to dive headfirst in the WBC. I'm sure Steve and Jake are going to dive headfirst in the WBC. So we're going to have World Baseball Classic content coming for the people in March as well. Um, but we talked about at the top here, uh, Jim Bowden from The Athletic, former uh, GM in Major League Baseball. He wrote an article, um, you know, kind of detailing some issues that Rob Manfred has said he's had for many years that Tampa Bay and Oakland's respective stadium issues have to be resolved first. Yeah. Um, but it's clear the commissioner and the club owners he represents want to expand to 32 teams soon where, uh, what's less clear is where to and what's next. Um, Bowden went on to say that, uh, Manfred hasn't indicated what cities could be the front runners, though he has previously named potential expansion locations such as Nashville, which is kind of, public knowledge with with uh uncle dave dave dombrowski uh charlotte north carolina which would be huge for jake uh portland oregon and las vegas as well as montreal and vancouver in canada um so once that happens right now obviously there's 30 teams in major league baseball uh with each division more or less having five or six teams, I think. Or no, it might be five across the board now since they moved the Astros. Yeah, the, to the, yeah, the Astros. Um, so it's five teams in each division. Mm-hmm. Three divisions in each league. This is uh, this is a fun little mishmash, uh, you know, <laughs> multiversal shakeup of Major League Baseball, if you will, the way that Jim Bowden broke this down. Yo, I'm not going to lie to you. When you sent this to me at first, I actually just stared at it and scrolled through for a good 10 minutes just trying to compress and decompress all the thoughts running through my brain at that point because that was the first division realignment of any sport i've seen where one it makes sense and two 
the fandoms coming together in those divisions. There's a little bit of a, a little shout out to Top Bin's reference here, but it would be a very similar fan base and fandom than uh, to what we see with the Premier League and yeah. how dedicated those fans are. I mean, you're going to put, I'll just kick things off here as the champ does. Kick it off. I, I, could you imagine a division with Sox fans, Yankee fans, Mets fans, and oh yeah, Philly fans? That's war. That is toxic. That is fan war. It's fan toxicity at its finest. Oh my god, dude. That would be like Because not only do oh. you have the New York Yankee Boston Red Sox rivalry, which is yeah. one of the best in all of sports. sports. Then you have the Subway series in the division. You have Philly's Mets, which is one of the best National League rivalries. And then you kind of curate this Philly Boston baseball rivalry again which you have in hockey. I don't think it really exists in football per se. It's more of a no. respect rivalry between the Patriots and the Eagles. Little brother. I try to say it to the people in the street when I did the video. Little brother. And it's like not even that because like Eagles and Patriots were one and one against each other in the Super Bowl. It's more of just like a you see each other and it's a tip of the cap, you know? Um, right, yeah. Yeah, agreed. But then you kind of – and then you have obviously Sixers Celtics, which is one of the best basketball rivalries, I think. Only, only time I'll root against the Sixers. Only time. Um, so then you kind of inject that into the baseball world. I think is very fun because Red Sox Phillies is kind of just like, oh, cool. You know, whenever and the, the whenever the Yankees play the Red Sox, I say go Sox. You know, I hate the Yankees. Vice versa for the Mets. The Mets. And no. same thing when the Red Sox play the Mets, I'm going Red Sox all the way, and it's pretty much only time that I root against the Red Sox is if they're playing the Phils, which they do this year. Um, yeah. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. But that would be pure toxicity, and I'm here for it because it's almost like from producing top bins, I view this like putting like Manchester United, Manchester City, Liverpool, and like uh, maybe Ever like Arsenal or Everton. Ars yeah. Into like a little pod of the Premier League. Yeah. Um, a bubble. If you're a Premier League fan and I completely butchered that, I apologize. But and give us kind of like give the us same, the yeah, comment down below like what give you would compare one. it to, but I think the East Division in this scenario of realignment would be a slugfest every fucking year. That's how they get viewers back. I swear to God, because in baseball, when they when I see you know Sunday night baseball, Monday night baseball, it's all those all those games. It would make Sunday night baseball life. that much like better of a product if you're putting a four-team division of Yankees, Red Sox, Mets, Phillies, one of those com combinations of matchups on Sunday Night Baseball. Because whatever you put pre-postgame, those fans are going to go and see that because they care more just because it's against the Yankees, the Mets. It doesn't matter. They only want to see their team. Like That's how you light the spark back into baseball. The East is just the easiest example that we've seen from this list there's others too it's crazy um the east by far my favorite just in terms of pure competition toxicity and like you said the fan bases would just be elevated that much more like it would be insane um so here's the north division which is is very much tempered back in terms of fan toxicity uh, and all of this, but there is some fun like bits and piece rivalries in here. So the North Division in Jim Bowden's uh, hypothetical here would be the Cincinnati Reds, 
the Cleveland Guardians, the Detroit Tigers, and the Toronto Blue Jays. That's that's just good. It's just a good peanut butter sandwich. It's just it's good. There's no oh that's bad. Oh I don't like that. And if like, we're looking at it from Blue the Jays perspective of 2023, like the Blue Jays are a good team. The Tigers are like rebuilding, but they're like on the on the uptick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Guardians are just consistent, even yeah, though they like trade everybody away. Like they somehow find a way to be good. And then you have the Reds. Uh, but you have the interstate rivalry of Cleveland and Cincy. You have, uh, you know, Detroit being in that Ohio-Michigan fun Midwest, rivalry there. Yeah. And then it feels like Toronto and Cleveland play each other in the playoffs a ton for whatever reason. They did this year, I think. Yeah. I could be wrong. I might be misremembering that. But, uh, no, they played Tampa. Uh, they, but, but Cleveland still- and Toronto are, like, two very good, like, competitive teams to have in a division together. So I like that. Um and I feel like they're very similar franchises in a way with just how they're built and everything. Yeah. Um, even though Toronto has like the the homegrown talent across the board with like Vladdy and Biggio and oh, uh, Bo Bichette and everything. Insane. Um, so the North Division tempers it back a little bit. But it's still um, good. It's good. But it's still it's solid. Uh, then we go to the Mid-Atlantic, which I think is the biggest joke of a division. <laughs> Let's hear it. The Baltimore Orioles, who... Last year proved like they were figuring some things out and I think are working their way back to relevancy. Um, Then, before I talk about the other team, the other existing teams are the Pittsburgh Pirates. Sell the team, please. Uh, And the stolen franchise, Washington Nationals. No, that's got to be the Montreal team. And then... The Mid-Atlantic Division also includes the Charlotte expansion team. So you have an expansion team in a division that includes the Orioles, the Pirates, and Nationals. This might be the biggest snooze fest of a division I've ever seen. That is the AFC South of the of the league. Oh, my God. Just brutal. Terrible. Terrible. Like, that is a division that the Orioles own. Should, should own. Should and if own. they don't, maybe they sell, sell the team. Then we go to the Southeast Division. Okay. Which it is the Atlanta Braves, or as I like to call them, the Barves. The Miami Marlins, who are always just like frisky. I think they're going to be real frisky this year, to be honest, and it pains me to say that. Um, The Tampa Bay Rays, and then the Nashville Expansion Team. Dude, this is just the Fish Division, baby. I like this because... You have the built-in NL East rivalry of Mm -hmm. Braves-Marlins there. You Mm -hmm. have the in-state Miami-Tampa Bay rivalry that is, you know, like interleague play of old NLAL. Then you have a new Nashville team, which you can build a rivalry with Atlanta. They're right next to each other. I feel like this division would be, like, pretty competitive. Between Tampa Bay, who's, like, always in the mix of winning, like, 90 games, Atlanta would be in the mix obviously and then miami's just frisky and they just find a way to like be that pest of a team to like mess things up um and then you have an expansion team in the mix so i don't I hate like that it. no i don't I, hate I don't that as much that. as the mid-atlantic that we just talked no, about no that this I is think like that's the second division. best division of the east yeah this would be a competitive division where it's not a slugfest they're just flat out good games yeah i think the only slugfest you get would be braves Rays. oh that yeah 
Those heavy hitters. Then we move to the Western Conference. So the Midwest Division. This probably gets a little toxic. We start off toxic in the in the Midwest. You get Chicago Cubs, Chicago White Sox, Milwaukee Brewers, Minnesota Twins. That's just Midwest toxicity. I don't know. I don't care about that division. Cubs, I White Sox. The, I want to see the Cardinals. Cubs, White Sox in there is huge. That's, that's just Chicago. Just north, south side brutality. Um, Milwaukee and Chicago with the Cubs. That's a NL Central rivalry. Oh, and I didn't I know think, that. I thought there was Cardinals. And then Twins, White Sox is AL Central. So, like, you bring in kind of similar to the Phillies, Mets, Yankees, Red Sox, but on a much lower scale. But, like, you're pulling two teams from the same divisions and putting them all together. I think that makes for good theater. Spike TV version of the East. good theater. There it is. It's (laughs) the Spike TV version of the East. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, And it would just be fun. They're all in a close proximity, too. Very similar to Phillies, Mets, Yankees, Red Sox. So That might be the move now for baseball. Just thinking about that. Like, the close proximity. Just to get people invested, I think, is just being easier. I like That's that division a lot because mm-hmm. I think all of those teams like have any any given year, one of those four teams has a chance to win that division. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no clear cut in that. Yeah, for sure. The I'll Southwest Division we get real toxic. <laughs> oh, here Houston we go. Astros. Okay. The Kansas City Royals. Okay. The St. Louis Cardinals, and the Texas Rangers. Ugh. Both Texas and both Missouri teams in the mix. You bring in the old NL Central rivalry of Astros Cardinals. You have the big brother, little brother Astros Rangers, now AL West rivalry. Mm -hmm. And then the Royals are just the Royals. You have the Missouri rivalry there with. They're a sleeper team. They can really. There's some years where they fly, fly under the radar, but then are contenders and are in and out of the world series picture you know so it's that is a very nice division i just don't like his cardinals and astros are both just slime ball organizations to me uh so that i would say that's like the gotham division very dark yeah that would be gross oh, um, then we have the pacific coast division okay a little fun in the sun the colorado yeah. rockies yes the Oakland slash Las Vegas A's. It's going to be the Las Vegas A's. They're going to move. They, they have to. The Seattle Mariners and oh. the San Francisco Giants. So you have the Bay Area rivalry. I like you have the Giants, division. Rockies built in there from the NL West. Uh, you have Seattle and Oakland from the AL West. And then, it just, like, that's just a frisky division. Yeah. I think Seattle runs away with it every year, if we're talking right now, because I think Seattle's the best team on paper in that division as of 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It's like a, That's like a fun, like, that's like Pac-12 football. <laughs> yeah, it's just a fun division. There's no, you know, heated rivalries there. It's all just like fun, competitive. The only thing I miss is... The the obvious like Giants Dodgers rivalry is that's what that's what I'm saying. I don't I I feel like you need Giants Dodgers in a division together. So you got to bump one of those other three teams. Which the West division is pure toxicity as well. It's Arizona Diamondbacks, 
Los Angeles Angels, Los Angeles Dodgers, San Diego Padres. That's just oh, that is just yeah. Big brother, little brother. You have Padres, Dodgers, Padres, Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks, Dodgers. That's gonna be slugfest after slugfest. You know that those are gonna be good games. I oh see. Okay, what team out of that though? Wouldn't you would you switch the Padres with or the Dodgers with um? I would switch the Giants with the Diamondbacks. Yes, I would too. Or, yeah, I would switch the Giants with the Diamondbacks to put the Giants in there and just make it pure hell. What because, the, oh, yeah, yeah. because you put the Giants in there, then you really have the West version of Phillies, Mets, Yankees, Red Sox. Yeah, and that's what you need that to balance out. Because then you'd yeah. have Dodgers, Angels, you'd have Dodgers, Giants, and then you'd have Padres, Dodgers, and Padres, Giants. Like that, you need that. You need that. Yeah, yeah. Diamondbacks. I, I just, I don't know. They, they just. Are, I get what they're doing they, with the Bay Area stuff for the Pacific Coast and everything, and the West with the Diamondbacks there. Um, but man, can you imagine? And then the article goes on to say, can you imagine the Eastern Conference East? You'd have the New York rivalry of the Yankees and Mets combined with two of the other biggest markets in the sport, Boston and Philadelphia. All four would duke it out in the same division without a single small market team having to worry about payroll disparities. Those teams would spend outspend the entire league too. Oh my god. Like we Lord. didn't even talk about that. And then the Western Conference West, you get all the Southern California teams along with the Diamondbacks making home and away travelable travel more feasible for avid fans, which you just brought up. Like that makes total sense, especially out there. Um and then in the West Coast Pacific or in the Western Conference Pacific Coast, the Seattle Mariners players will get a bit of a reprieve with road division games that are closer than what they're dealing with now. Yeah. Bottom line, geographic realignment would enhance the schedule and save teams considerable time and expense that's currently consumed by unnecessary travel. I hope to see it happen when MLB expands, and the sooner the better. How about you? You just brought that, that up, Titsy. Look at that. The, the champ knows, man. The champ just gets it. I mean... I have, a, you know, you, we all know two-turn Cali Will on the show, and he is an avid Giants fan just because he goes to games. It's that easy to just walk and go. Now imagine that type of fan with this division realignment. It makes the whole process of going to games so much easier, and you'd care more. You know, you want to see your town beat the town next door. It doesn't matter what the sport or competition is. You just always want to see it. So that would create a little bit more fandom and, you know, belief in your team, which is missing a lot with baseball right now. Yeah, I mean, let's let's do a little tier ranking. It's brought to you by our friends over at W Energy. Guys, I just got the white mango or white peach mango cooler flavor. I got it right here in my nice. mint shaker that you get for signing up nice. for the W newsletter uh faux free and um if you guys have ever had like the peach ring gummy candies that's exactly what this tastes like it's delicious um big fan i think the dragonade is still my favorite yeah but i would this say is... vision the, i mean the guardian uh ga grin galaxy, galaxy grenade. grenade there you go thank you great galaxy grenade was my favorite hands down Big fan of the Dragonade still. Really like the the beach and peach mango white peach cooler. Um, can't wait to get more, but Dubby currently on pre-orders for nearly every flavor. Um, but the expected restock is the end of February, early March. So if you go to Dubby.gg right now, 
uh, you can place your order. It'll be a pre-order, but you'll be first in line when everything's back in stock to get shipped out to you. Um, they're the best in the game. Like their customer service is phenomenal. I had an issue with one with this order here for my my beach and peach. They resolved it in less than twenty four hours for me. They are fantastic nice. people. They're doing great stuff, and uh, they're keeping Underground Sports Philadelphia energized. Like this, like you want to know how we're pumping out so much content? It's, it's because of Dubby. Um, they have the patented neuro factor in their formula, which has helped improve brain performance by 143% in a clinical trial. Uh, it's all natural as well. There's no uh, artificial flavors. There's no sugars, no calories, no maltodextrin fillers. It's the best. All you got to do is mix it with water. It, that's all you got to do. It's super simple. Um, and it, like, gets you in a routine, too. Like, when you, when you have the actual, like, full tubs and you're just making the drinks and stuff, it puts you in a routine to get ready for your day. Um, the caffeine is from coffee fruit extract, so it's all natural caffeine, and uh, they're the they're the best. I, I'm a huge fan of Dubby. I've been telling people to to get on board with Dubby, um, and they're apparently working on an iced coffee flavor. So for the coffee What's drinkers, up? you might have your coffee replacement. What's that? Uh, but you guys can go to Dubby.gg, and when you fill up your cart with everything you want to get. Use code underground for 10% off at w.gg. W.gg. Use code underground, 10% off. Go to war on big energy with our friends at W. Um, let, let's look at these divisions, though, Pitts, and we'll, we'll go each conference and rank them. Obviously, we're on the same page with number one in the Eastern Conference. It's it's not, I already, already wrote down. it down. Just um, what would you make number two? I think we agree on number two as well, but we'll see. I think my number two division in the East is the Southeast division with the Braves, the Marlins, the Nashville expansion team, and the Tampa Bay Rays. Okay. The North um, division is Cincinnati, Cleveland, Detroit, Toronto, and then the Mid-Atlantic division, I think we both agree, is last with Baltimore, Charlotte expansion, Pittsburgh, and Washington. But I think you and I are on the same page, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I would say I would say the southeast is second to me uh in the tier system. Uh southeast and then I no the, the north. The mid Atlantic's a joke. I'm sorry, the, the mid Atlantic is a joke. I just I can't Yeah. So we're both on the same page. We go east, southeast, north, and then mid Atlantic. Yes. So there it is with that. And then the West, I think uh, even without the Giants, I think the, the West division is the juggernaut there in number one. Mm -hmm. um, then I go Southwest, which is Houston, Kansas City, St. Louis, Texas. And then I go Midwest in a close third, which was the Cubs, White Sox, Brewers, Twins. And then Pacific Coast, which is uh, Rockies, A's, Mariners, Giants. See, I'd go number one. West, number two, Midwest, three Pacific Coast, and then Southwest of four. I just did the Southwest. It, it's it will be good, but I just don't care about a lot of those teams personally. I get the history there, but I would much rather watch a you rock. The, you mean the Midwest? You don't care about? 
Oh, the Midwest South- is in the. The Midwest oh. is the the Chicago, Milwaukee. I meant Southwest. Southwest, I don't care about. Southwest is Houston, Kansas City. Yeah, that Houston, one I just Texas. don't care. I would say I'd much rather see you know be a fan of the division with the Mariners, Rockies, A's, Giants. Those are all fun teams, competitive teams that you know I've been a fan of for a while. The Southwest, like I don't like the Astros. Cardinals suck. Rangers are just there. And then the Royals, I'll give a shit about when they are back in the World Series in that, you know, off and off years. But the and Midwest go, And then go back to back. They're, yeah, they'll go back to back like, like they did against the Giants. It, the Midwest is fun, at least, because then you get the Chicago rivalry, and that would be very Premier League-esque. With like, I also the- forgot with the Southwest, the Cardinals and Rangers played in that 2011 World Series. Oh, yeah, with David Freeze. So there's that history. David Freeze. That was a good World Series. That was. Yeah, so let us know in the comment section your thoughts on this baseball realignment, where you would move teams. Because I think you and I both agree there's very little movement we would make, and I think the only move we change is putting the Giants in the West to make it that much more toxic. Yes, absolutely. Um, so there you have it. Shout out to Jim Bowden. I would love to get Jim on the show to oh, uh, be awesome. talk about this for sure. Um, but Pitsy, it's spring training. It is. It's spring it is. training. Spring is sprung. We're on the verge of the world baseball classic which we're going to be diving head first into very excited about it um but pitchers and catchers have reported full team workouts i think start this coming week uh for actual spring training but the world baseball classic i'm just stoked and i feel like this is going to be your uh sling ring portal if you will back into baseball yeah this is exactly what I needed to get back into it. I was watching a video today of uh, Chris, no, Christian Arroyo of the Sox. Uh, they were doing a little mic'd up walk through through spring training and stuff. And he was asking uh, Jared Duran about him playing on Team Mexico. And I didn't know that. So that is another added element to me wanting to either. watch. So it, it's stuff like that where it seems like the players are excited to be playing in it to you know revive it and kind of be that spark plug to get fans back into it but it just it and with with how sports have been going on the past couple of years baseball needs to take that next step in getting to that you know football nba level and they can and i'm not gonna lie i i don't like the extra innings rule but this pitch clock that we're implementing this year i think is going to be such a huge huge implement that can really get the game going and make it a little bit you know, more fast-paced, competitive, and get fans back into it. Yeah, so we're going to talk some World Baseball Classic here. It's brought to you by our friends over at Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. Uh, two former World Baseball Classic stars, part owners of Tomahawk Shades, Daniel Descalzo, John Jay, ever heard of them? And also two former <laughs> lacrosse players, Kyle Harrison, Chris Hogan, ever heard of them? Owners Super of Tom champion. <laughs> uh, guys, they got sunglasses, and DJ and I have this theory, Pitts, and I think you subscribe to this as well, if I'm not mistaken. Sunglasses are just as important, if not more important, more. in the winter more. than they are in the spring and summer. You should be wearing sunglasses year-round to protect your eyes from those ultraviolet rays, and you should be wearing blue light glasses when you're staring at screens as much as Pitts and I are, uh, whether we're on our phones, TVs, computer screens. You only get one set of eyes, so you got to protect those bad boys, and Tomahawk Shades is the place to do it because they've got a quality product for an unbelievably affordable price. 
Uh, they're better than those big name brands that are just ripping you off because they're a big name brand. Tomahawk Shades is doing it the right way. And we're giving you guys the hookup. When you go to TomahawkShades.com, when you go to checkout, use promo code USP at checkout for 25% off your order. You're already getting an affordable product for a fraction of the price of the big boys. And we're giving you an extra 25% off with our code USP. Tomahawk Shades is coming. It's it's almost the anniversary of them jumping on board with us, which was right when the panorama happened so you it know they're did. a quality company yes. when a business like that is getting on board with you in the peak of unknown uh so shout out to tomahawk shades it's been almost four years that we've been working with them and uh they're incredible people i'm hoping by uh long island at some point i'm gonna be uh heading over to the hq Mm, they're bringing on big name people too to be brand ambassadors and part of the tomahawk family Paige sporanic tyson apostle from survivor like they're getting big name people on board with the brand so that's how you know they're the best in the game use code usp for 25 percent off at tomahawkshades.com pits i i finally have found the page for the rosters for the world nice classic uh i'm pulling up the the notable countries here that I feel like we'll we'll know some players from. Um, I do have every team that will be in the WBC here for the people. Nice. So these are the teams competing in 2023. Australia, Canada, China, Chinese Taipei, Colombia, Cuba, the Czech Republic, the Dominican Republic, Great Britain, Israel, Italy, Japan, South Korea, Mexico, the Netherlands, Nicaragua, Panama, Puerto Rico, USA, and Venezuela. A lot of teams. A lot of teams. A lot of teams represented. So there's that four, has to be. There's four uh, pools, I'm pretty sure. Okay. For uh, the WBC. And then it's four teams in each pool. Um, I'm just going to go through these rosters and see if there's anybody that, you know, makes sense for us to uh know that they're on these teams and i'm scrolling through australia right now uh don't really recognize anybody so far this makes for great podcasting too no it's, but this is why i gotta watch on youtube exactly youtube.com slash at underground sports philadelphia yeah don't nobody you. really notable from team australia that i can uh recognize this is team canada's roster uh, Philippe Almont, Phillies fans will know him very well. Uh, did absolutely nothing for us when we uh, acquired him for Cliff Lee when we sent Cliff Lee to Seattle, but then Cliff Lee came back. Mary Cliff miss everybody. Uh, John Axford, I'm pretty sure you remember John Axford. He used to pitch for the Brewers and a few other teams. Crazy mustache. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He is pitching okay. for Team Canada. Matt Brash pitching for Team Canada. Scott Matheson. Nick Pavetta pitching for Team Canada. My fucking guy. Cal Quantrill pitching for Team Canada. Uh, we also have Team Canada infielder Freddie Freeman. Ooh. Really? Uh, yeah. Abraham Toro playing for Team Canada. I didn't know Freddie Freeman. Tyler O'Neill playing for Team Canada. I've heard that name. The Cardinals. Yeah. Um, and this is this is just awesome. First base coach for Team Canada, Hall of Famer Larry Walker. Wow. Russell Martin, also coach for Team Canada. Oh, I like that. Okay. So there's okay. some notable players on Team Canada. Will some they make players. noise? I don't know, but we'll see. 
Colombia. I don't know. Uh, Jose Quintana playing for Team Colombia. Julio Tehran mm-hmm. playing All for right. Team Colombia. Jorge Alfaro, shout out to the boy. Mm-hmm. One of the catchers for Team Colombia. Um, Donovan Solano, Gio Urshela. Oh, I've heard Gio, Gio Urshela. Urshela. And one of the assistant coaches, Edgar Renteria. My grandpa used to call him Edgar Renterek. <laughs> I loved Renteria playing. Yeah, he was great in that World Series. You know, really helping us out. Uh, then Team Cuba. This is one of the juggernauts. This is the juggernaut. You just know it. Um, looking here, just at the... I don't recognize any of the pitchers. Um, okay. But infield-wise, we've got... Yoan Moncada. Obviously. Former sock. Now former sock. White sock. Former future um, sock. Like future sock. <laughs> you know who's making a, a return to the baseball diamond for Team Cuba? M- Manny Ramirez. He's I'm Dominican. Kidding. Yeah, that was <laughs> uh, the joke. But Yoannis Cespedes. No How way! You How you doing? Rocket pal? arm. Yoannis oh Cespedes making a return for Team Cuba. Uh, and also, also for Team Cuba, Luis Luis Robert, who okay. is one of the best young players in the league. Um, so yeah, there's some there's some fun players uh, on nice. Team Cuba, and Team Cuba is a lot of the guys who, if they defect from Cuba, you'll see them in baseball sooner rather than later. I think. I would agree. They, they've Cuba's. It's very a relatively like young team uh pitching wise and that's a big thing that if you're a sicko baseball fan watch team cuba pitch um because they've got some arms that are going to be a lot of fun to watch here's one of the big juggernauts the dominican republic this is my winner this is my pick dr baby we've got brian abreu from the houston astros sandy alcantara uh we've got played him so many times Johnny Cueto, Daniel De Los Santos, uh, Luis Garcia, Yimmy Garcia, Christian Javier, Rafael Montero, Hector Neris, Gregory Soto. I mean, come on. Jose Leclerc. Like, good grief. That is a pitching staff. That's a major league pitching staff. That is a major league pitching staff right there. That's incredible. The catchers, Francisco Mejia and Gary Sanchez. Oh, Gary, okay. Mejia is great. Gary Sanchez is below average. The infielders, Willie Adamas, Robinson Cano, Nelson Cruz, Rafael Devers, Wander Franco, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Manny Machado, Cattell Marte, Jeremy Pena, and my boy, Gene Segura. I'm telling you, DR to the ship. Kyle, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pan the camera here for a second. A little, um, you know, tour of the cave. Welcome to my cave. Do you see that up there? Do you see that hat? Other than, yes, that is my hung championship state jersey signed, by the way. Uh, but the hat is Dominican Republic. And uh, I've been a big fan of the DR for a while. Here's the outfielders, that. too. The outfielders is just ridiculous. Teoscar Hernandez, Eloy Jimenez, Julio Rodriguez, and Juan Soto. Dude, I, if DR doesn't win, I'm going to be very pissed. Some of the coaches uh, for the DR, first base coach, Julio Borbone, 
mm-hmm. and Ramon Santiago is your third base coach. That team is just a juggernaut, a juggernaut. Um, looking at Great Britain, seeing if there's anybody I can oh, recognize God. here. Oh, jeez. Talk about a juggernaut to just like a couple lads. Oh, my boy is pitching for them. Vance Worley, my guy, former Phil. Okay. Former Phil wore the sports specs. Okay. Uh, big fan of his. Then uh, one of my favorite names in all of sports plays for the Nationals, unfortunately. Uh, Lucius Fox. Oh. All time name. Lucius Fox is a stud name. That is, uh, that is an all time name. And then in the outfield, Darnell Sweeney, former Phil. Trace Thompson, Clay Thompson's brother. Oh. Um, and then I don't recognize any of the coaches, but you know some some names that if you're a baseball fan you've heard them before. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've got Team Israel, who Daniel Descalzo played for uh, when he was on the World Baseball Classic squad. Um, trying to see here, Dean Kramer pitching for uh for team israel he's a name to just keep an eye on um garrett Stubbs, my guy phil's backup catcher the the man who's in charge of the phil's uh spotify playlist during the playoffs oh okay all right so he's a dj big fan uh ty kelly former phil uh danny valencia and Mm -hmm. jock peterson playing for team israel Oh, and the manager for Team Israel, Ian Kinsler, the bench coach Brad Osmus. So some notable Brad names Osmus. on the uh, on the coaching staff for Israel's roster. Okay, and then we go to Team Italy, who have an all-time name on their roster, Tiago da Silva. I know him. Tiago De Silva is, yeah, he's pretty good. It's a great name. Matt Harvey pitching for Team Italy. Matt Harvey. The I haven't Dark heard Knight. that name in a minute. The Dark Knight. Uh, looking here. David Fletcher, who plays for the Angels right now. He's a very good player. Uh, is one of the infielders for Team Italy. Nicky Lopez. Uh, Team Italy's just great because they've got the full-blown Italian names on their roster, too. Mm-hmm. Miles Mastrobuoni. Oh, God. This is straight out of Sopranos. And then Vinny Pasquatino. That is, dude, you're making these up. I swear. Pasquatino. Ben DeLuzio. Yeah, DeLuzio. Give me a Del Frisco in my ass. The manager, Mike Piazza, baby. Oh, I mean, if anyone had to be that. Manager that team. It's the King Paisan himself. <laughs> also on the, just going through the Italian names even more because it's just great. Jeffrey Positino, Andre Palante, Palante, Vin Tampanelli, Michelle Vassalotti. Vinny Vinny Natoli. Dude, you're just oh my god. Braxton Lorenzi. It's Braxton. He was he married in the family. (laughs) 
Alessandro Ercolani. There we go. We're back in. We're back in the bloodline. Ryan Castellani. Ryan Castellani. Joe Bianini. A little this, a little that. Matteo Bulky. Bulky. That is, dude, these names are fucking electric. Alex Bassani. <laughs> dude, this is electric. Oh my god. That's Matt so Festa. Uh, that's all right. Festa is Italian for party, though. So Matt Festa. Oh, it's also so, one in Espanol. He's a walking party. Makes two of us. Nicolo Pinzani. There it is. We're back. We're back. That's incredible. It's great. It's a great name roster. Team Italy oh, is. That'd be so fun to watch on the rosters. The, those memes. Oh, come it's up great. Electric. Now we got Team Japan. Just gonna have some some absolute studs, including you, mm-hmm. Darvish. Yep. Uh, we've got Shohei Otani. Oh, Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani. Who he's the first player that I've pulled up on any roster page that is just listed two way players. <laughs> Good as he is. Love it. We're getting a different um, view here because we got a plug in the laptop. So we've got Seiya Suzuki, who plays for the Cubs now. He's playing for Team Japan. Uh, your boy Yoshi. Yoshi, okay. For the Sox, who just signed with the Sox this year, he's playing. Yeah, Team Bryce Japan. Harper uh, was his idol. Uh, and then I'm guessing this is. Be- I, I'm pretty sure I knew this about his bag. I just don't know if it's mom or his dad, but Lars Newbar, who plays for the Cardinals playing for team japan mm-hmm. um so that'll be pretty sweet um but yeah team japan like you're gonna get a chance to see some absolute studs who are also more than likely gonna be posted to come play in the u.s if they so oh, choose. Yeah. oh yeah um looking at team korea tommy edmund playing for team korea mm. um infielder for the cardinals uh byungho park playing for the cardinals ha sung kim Plays for the Padres. Hyun Soo Kim, former Phil. Um, so some names on the South Korea roster. Um, or the Korean roster, I should say. It's just Korea as a whole. Um, the Mexico roster has some fun names as well. Luis Sessa, uh, Jesus Cruz, Giovanni Gallegos, Oliver Perez, Jojo Romero, my boy. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that used to play for the pills, the fills that crushed the Red Bull can on his. On oh his yeah, 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 oh, yeah. I remember Rocket. That. Uh, Patrick Sandoval, Julio Urias, Jose Uriquidi, Cesar Vargas, Taiwan Walker, current Phil, playing for Team Mexico. Uh, Austin Barnes and Alejandro Kirk are catching for Team Mexico. Joey Manessas, former Phil prospect, playing for the Nationals now. Uh, Isaac Paredes, Rowdy Telez, all-time name. All-time name. Your name is Rowdy. Come on. Let's uh, get Rowdy. Luis Urias. Uh, Randy Rosarena. Uh, Rosarena. Hi. <laughs> Shout out Jeff Passan. Have you ever seen that video of Jeff Passan? No, I have oh, not. Send that to you. He remixed oh, the Macarena with Randy Rosarena. Rosarena. It's great. That's incredible. Uh, like you mentioned, Jaron Duran playing for Team Mexico. Alex Verdugo playing for Team Mexico. Dang. And... So there's some names on the Mexico roster that are going to be a lot of fun. 
the the always sneaky roster is the Netherlands because not only do they pull from like Denmark and everything, but there's the islands that are the Netherlands. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah true. So I, there's I, a I lot of players them. that play on the Netherlands roster that you're like, what the heck? Um, mm-hmm. And I also think it's very cool that when the Netherlands finished, I think in third place or something in one of the more recent World Baseball Classics, every single player instead of getting paid, they got knighted. So that's why Didi Gregorius is Sir Didi Gregorius. Every player on that roster got knighted. To be honest, I would rather be knighted than paid. I think being yeah. Sir Sir Patty Pitts would be the funniest thing ever. So the Kingdom of the Netherlands, uh, Jair Jurgens will be pitching for them. Kenley Jansen, um, Pedro Strope, and then we've got all-time name, which we discovered like a month or so ago, Chadwick Tromp. Yep. Tropical storm right there. Uh, Then here's the infield, which is just always ridiculous. Xander Bogarts, Didi Gregorius, uh, Dwayne Kemp, Richie uh, Palacios, Jonathan Scope, uh, Jeremy Profar, who is Jerks and Profar's either brother or cousin, uh, Charlin Scope, and Drelton Simmons. Just a ridiculous infield. The ridiculous name. And then your outfielders, uh, Vladimir Ballantine, um, Ray Patrick Ditter. What a name. That is a great baseball name. Uh, and then don't, Ditter, uh, one of the pitching coach for the Netherlands, Burt Blylevin. Legend. Yeah. And then the bench coach is Andrew Jones. Oh, okay. Um, so the Netherlands are always sneaky and frisky and they've got, they've got some dogs in that infield. Um, so keep an eye out for them for sure. Team Nicaragua, uh, looking just here, Jonathan Loisaga, uh, is pitching for them. Uh, current Yankee or former Yankee. I forget if he's, I think he's still on the team for the Yanks. Mm. Uh, JC Ramirez, Erasmo Ramirez, Mm. uh, Junior Telez, uh, and then we move to the infield. Don't really recognize anybody there outfield-wise. Don't recognize anyone there either. But they've got some, you know, they've got some fun uh, Oh yeah, their team that'll be fun to watch. They're going to be like one of those just like feel-good fun teams to watch. Then the Team Panama roster. Um, Severino Gonzalez. Then we've got <laughs> this is a fun one just for you, Matt mm-hmm. Hardy. Burn, 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 burn. Extreme life is Humberto Mejia pitching for them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, then we go to the infield: Christian Bethencourt, uh, Ruben Tejada, mm-hmm. and then the outfield: Luis Castillo. That's all for that squad there. Then we go to one of our next juggernauts, Team Puerto Rico. Oh, here we go. This is the juggernaut. Jose Barrios, Alex Claudio, Jonathan Bermudez, Fernando Cruz, Jose De Leon, Alexis Diaz, Edwin Diaz, Jorge Lopez, Giovanni Moran, Nicholas Padilla, Emilio Pagan, Yaxel Rios, Derek Rodriguez, Hector Santiago, Marcus Stroman, and Dwayne Underwood Jr. That's your pitching staff for the most part. That's there. incredible. Your catchers, Christian Vasquez, Martin Maldonado, MJ Melendez. 
MJ Melendez. Okay. Your oh, infielders, yeah. Javi Baez, uh, not the pitcher Edwin Diaz, but Edwin Diaz, Kike Hernandez, Francisco Kike. Lindor, uh, Jose Miranda, Emmanuel Rivera, and Neftali Soto. Your outfielders, Henry Ramos, Eddie Rosario, Nelson Velasquez. And here's the fun part about the coaching staff. Your first oh. base coach, Jose Molina. Your pitching coach, Ricky Bones. Your assistant hitting coach, Juan Gonzalez. And your manager for Team Puerto Rico, Yadier Molina. Yadier Molina. That's awesome. Juan Gonzalez. Squad. They're going to be a squad. Here we go. Another juggernaut. For the first time, I think that we can truly consider them a juggernaut. Team USA. Finally. Your pitching staff. Daniel Bard, Kyle Freeland, uh, Kendall Graveman, Merrill Kelly, Lance Lynn, Nick Martinez, Miles Michaelis, Adam Ottavino, Ryan Presley, Brady Singer, Adam Wainwright, Devin Williams. Those are the notable names there from your pitching staff. That's a major league pitching staff. Your catchers, Kyle Higishoka, JT Real Muto, Will Smith. Nice. You got the we best catcher in baseball on the roster. We got real mo- the real best catcher in baseball. Your infield, Pete Alonzo, Tim Anderson, Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, Trey Turner, Bobby Witt Jr. That's ridiculous. That's, That's ridiculous. Really, Your infield, real- hypothetically, starting infield is going to be Goldschmidt, Trey Turner, Tim Anderson, Nolan Arenado. Trey Turner, new sock. He's a sock. No, he's a Philly. He's a Phil. Who do we get? Oh, we got Justin um, Turner. Yes. That's a, yes. Got my Turner's mixed up. Now you're outfield. Which let's let's not forget, Bryce Harper was originally on this roster. Originally. Obviously got Tommy John, so he's not going to be playing. But your outfielders: Mookie Betts, Jeff is. McNeil, Cedric Mullins, Kyle Schwarber, Mike Trout. Kyle Tucker. Dude, that is a good fucking outfield. That's a very good outfield. I'm a big fan of that outfield. It's crazy. And to think Bryce Harper was in there and you more than likely either remove Cedric Mullins or Jeff McNeil from that to put Harper in. That's crazy. That's even more of a juggernaut. There was going to be a projected starting outfield of Mookie Betts, Mike Trout, and Bryce Harper. In the world, that's video game shit. That is video game shit. That's like you turn off the trade machine and yeah, there's no salary cap or anything. There's no salary cap. You just want to win. You just want to win it any way possible. But now your outfield is more than likely Kyle Schwarber, Mike Trout, Mookie Betts to start things off. And you're bringing Kyle Tucker, Jeff McNeil, and Cedric Mullins off the bench. Yeah, if you we're not hitting Harper bombs, we're hitting Schwarber bombs, which is Schwarber bombs, Schwarber bombs. Schwabba bombs. And then this is your coaching staff for Team USA. Your bullpen coach, Dave Rigetti. Your pitching coach, Andy Pettit. Your hitting coach, the kid, Ken Griffey Jr. Damn right. Damn right, kid. Your bench coach, Brian McCann. Yep. And your manager, Mark DeRosa. All right, I like it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, your Team Venezuela is the last roster here for the WBC. Uh, Team Venezuela. 
the recently signed to a new three-year extension with the fight in Phil's Jose Alvarado, Silvino Bracho, Max Castillo, Jolice Chassin, uh, Emmanuel De Jesus, Jonathan Diaz, Edwin Escobar, Luis Garcia, Carlos Hernandez, Darwinzin Hernandez, all-time name, uh, Pablo Lopez, Jesus Lazardo, Herman Marquez, Martin Perez, Eduardo Rodriguez, Ranger Suarez, my guy. That is a hell of a pitching staff. Your catchers, Salvador Perez, Omar Navarez, Robinson Chirinos. That's a great catching trio right there. Your infielders, Jose Altuve, Luis Arias, Eduardo Mm -hmm. Escobar, Andres Jimenez, Luis uh, Rengifo, Miguel Rojas, Eugenio Suarez, Gliber Torres. That's a hell of an infield. That is a really good infield. That's a hell of an infield. That's a really good infield, Kyle. Your outfielders. Anthony Santander. Santander. David. Pretty much. That's what I say whenever I see his name. Dude, take uh, that. Take him to the bank. <laughs> David Peralta and Ronald Acuna Jr. Ooh, LA. Ooh. And your confirmed designated hitter for Team Venezuela, Miguel Cabrera. Yeah, dude, you, that man ain't running. Man's hitting home run or nothing. Venezuela is a sneaky roster to be competing this year. They do. That is a sneaky roster, especially with the auto DH and Miguel Cabrera. I think they could just—they're an offensive weapon. I don't know a lot about their pitching, but I'm—I I like it. Alvarado's a stud. He's a flamethrower mm-hmm. out of the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Um, Luis Garcia is a stud. He started for the Astros uh, this past mm-hmm. year. Stud in the world. He's the guy in the World Series that everybody thought he had sticky stuff on his glove. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now Pablo Lopez is a stud pitcher for the Marlins uh, mm-hmm. in their rotation. Herman Marquez is a stud who pitches for the Rockies. Um, and Ranger Suarez is a stud for the Phils, obviously. Oh, absolutely. Go, go, yeah. go, go, Power Ranger. Uh, go, go, Power Ranger. They've, they've got a really solid roster. I do want to check here um, what the odds are for winning and stuff. Uh, it's brought to you by our friends over at Kenwood Beer. A little beer Kenny. money action here on the main pod. Uh, beer you guys, money! You guys can go to KenwoodBeer.com and use that all-new and improved Kenny tracker to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. If you're in the eastern Pennsylvania area, you can also go to uh, your local home goods to see some Kenny's there. You can also go to your local liquor store and... Uh, Get your Kennys. Load up on Kenwood Beer. They're going to be part of our uh, live tailgate podcast series all summer long. So go to KenwoodBeer.com and check out where you can get Kennys. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. I'm trying to see here if I can find the odds. The odds. Yeah, because I'm putting my money on DR. DR in U.S., I would put for sure. DR is oh, a fucking wow. Um, if this is across the board here, okay. What do we got? I'm trying to pull it up on here. Um, all right, we got it. World Baseball Classic. So this is from one 
just uh site. Mm-hmm. Dominican Republic plus two ten. Team USA plus two fifty. Okay. Team Japan plus three hundred. Puerto Rico plus nine hundred. And Venezuela is a plus eleven hundred. This Those is to win it all odd. for everybody at home. Those are good odds, though. Plus eleven hundred for Venezuela is a nice little bet, in my opinion. Yeah, nice little twenty, thirty dollars, make a nice chunk of change there. Yeah, and it's like nothing. plus eleven hundred. That's solid for that roster that we just rattled off there at the end. Um, Heavy hitters that can make an difference. Yeah, I'm and that. I mean the pool that <laughs> this this pool is crazy. So. Uh, pool D, which is the group of death, in my opinion. It's the Dominican Republic, Venezuela, Puerto Rico, Nicaragua, and Israel. Oh, God. Israel ain't seeing shit. Sorry, but those are just... DR's minus 300 to win their pool. Venezuela's plus 400, which I don't hate that either. I don't hate those odds either. Puerto Rico's plus 450, and I don't hate that either. Yeah. Um, not bad. Pool C, which is Team USA, they're minus 400 to win their pool. Mexico is plus 400. Colombia is plus 2,500. And then Canada also plus 2,500. And then Ooh. Great Britain. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Um, this one's interesting, too. Pool A is Cuba, the Netherlands, Italy, Chinese Taipei, and Panama. Mm-hmm. Cuba's plus 110. The fact that you can get Cuba at plus money is kind of interesting. To win their pool. The Netherlands yeah. also at plus 250. I love that. Uh, I do too. Italy at plus 500. Which I don't hate when we were scrolling through some of the, the MLB players that are on Team Italy as well. Mm-hmm. And then Pool B I think is kind of a foregone cl- conclusion. Japan's minus 650 to win Pool B. Dude, also just... includes the Czech Republic, China, Chinese, or I'm sorry, China, Australia, and South Korea. Um Vegas just... and the world knows. Good night. That's incredible. Uh, I'm seeing if I can find any differing odds here for any of those, just to see some uh, some range, if you will. Uh, yeah, you can get Cuba at plus money uh, on another blue sports book, if you will. No free ads. Mm-hmm. No uh, Japan's the same at minus six fifty. USA, it's better pool odds on the first one we said because they're minus four twenty on this one to win their pool. Mm-hmm. Um, Dominican Republic's minus two sixty to win pool D. Uh, right here, Venezuela plus four hundred, Puerto Rico plus five hundred, and then the odds here, uh, to just win the whole shebang. Dominican Republic plus 220, Team USA plus 270, Japan plus 300, Venezuela plus 900. So it's a little bit better to go get that plus 1100 elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. I would much rather put them Um, for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked about the World Baseball Classic. um, And I think it's going to get you back into the swing of things with with baseball like you wanted to. Yeah, I hope so. I, I really do. I really do hope so. Uh, final little segment here. Uh, NBA All-Star Weekend. I honestly forgot that it was this weekend. That's how yeah, Elimination Chamber Weekend has become. Yeah, um, Elimination Chamber took over last night. But Mac McClung wins the dunk contest. And Bro, it I- sent Philadelphia Sixers Twitter and all of NBA Twitter into 
a frenzy. No Sixer had won the dunk contest before Mac McClung. <laughs> Mac McClung, for your for your reference here, Pitts, has not suited up for the 76ers yet. That's just, what I thought. That's just, what I thought. He we traded for him, and he's been playing for the the Delaware Bluecoats in the G League. Um, but we just signed him to a ten day contract right before the All Star break. Dude, that that was fuel the fire. He's he's go. He went down in Sixers history. You have to sign him at this point. Like an unbelievable performance in the dunk contest from Mac McClung. Yeah, Every McClung. dunk was done on the first try. That's pretty impressive nowadays, sadly. But yeah, hits the clean five forty, sends everybody on the bench into a frenzy. It was nuts. I saw a great tweet. I forget who it was. If I can find it, I'll put it in post. It was like, I'm going to tell my kids this was Mac McClung, and it was just Zac Efron in High School Musical. That's what it felt like in an All-Star Weekend. And then he gets the trophy from Dr. J. Like, (laughs) one single legend to another. (laughs) Beat it! Dude, That you have to sign. He's going to be the next king of Philadelphia. Everyone was like, we'll take our wins where we can get them. Yeah, dude, at this point, you got to take all the wins you can. This is effectively a title in Philadelphia. How many dunk? 2008 World Series, 2017 Super Bowl, 2023 dunk contest. How many dunk uh, contest championships does LeBron have? Just saying. Mac McClung, my goat. He also did it in the high school jersey. Like, that's a power move. That was the high. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. It was his high school jersey? Yeah. Which is where he that, broke the he broke records held by Allen Iverson and JJ Redick. Jesus Christ, dude! This guy's already a Sixers legend. Has he even played? Stud. He's minute. a stud. Oh my god, that's fucking ridiculous. Paying homage to the process with the number he chose too, to wear for the Sixers, wear number nine, Dario Saric. Apparently, he was never coming over. Incredible, man! Just. It's incredible. Mac McClung won the dunk contest. Yeah. That is going to be in the history nonsense. books. That's just nonsense. That is in the after history books. And then this comes after, and I have so much respect, and I love Kevin Durant. Like, he's one of my favorite athletes ever. This comes, I forget what podcast it was, but Kevin Durant saying, like, we're throwing G League guys in the dunk contest now. Like, I love Mac, and I love his game, but, like, Mac McClung's in the dunk contest. What are we doing? And then he goes out and wins a fucking dunk contest. Yeah. Like, he, he's like, oh, this is why they're in the dunk contest. Because no one wants to do it. You Which know, is a shame. It's a shame, but, like, it's also, like, you get these opportunities for these fun stories. Like, a Mac McClung winning the dunk contest now. My thing is, why don't they? It's not like the home run derby where it would ruin your swing and timing and whatnot. Like, you're just dunking a basketball. You do it in warm-ups all the time, and you're doing dunks just as crazy may maybe not with props and stuff but you know you're doing some outlandish dunks and warm-ups why not just do it an all-star weekend are you worried that much about dropping down and you know tearing an acl or something i just that's the one thing missing from the nba with everything that they've got or done to get to where they are with the popularity wise it's like you gotta have the big names in the dunk contest because then you're gonna get the casual fan like myself to watch it you know, I just I don't get it. I, I it, that needs to it's Zion Williamson, another player who I think we both watch grow up playing basketball. He said he would do it next year. So there you go. That's someone that now that that's a guy who I'd be like, 
I understand him not doing it because he's had the foot issues and everything. Like, from that aspect. Like, I understand. Like, I'm cool with Zion doing it. But, like, if it was, like, Zion's, like, oh, I'm never doing it. Like, I could understand Zion not doing it because he's had the injury history yeah. with his feet. Um, yeah. Which is also why I'm cool with, like, Joel Embiid not doing it. He's had the foot issue in the past. Yeah, totally fine I'm with him not doing it. I'm not. I'm fine with him do you not doing it anyways. I'm saying like the guys like LeBron, the uh, you know Demar Derozan. I think would be a cool one too. Uh, just guys that we, are known dunkers. We've predicted things on this show in the past. We do it together. We, we do do it. I'm gonna put a bold prediction out there. It's a futures bet here for the people. Nice. I like it. LeBron's gonna do the dunk contest when Bronny is in the league, and they're gonna do it together. Oh, that would make sense. Okay. That's when LeBron's going to participate in the dunk contest is when Bronny's in the league. Bronny's in the dunk contest. LeBron's in the dunk contest. That's when he does it. Dwayne Wade sons in the dunk contest. Dwayne Wade comes back and then it's a two, it's a two on two dunk contest. Well, Dwayne Wade's one of the judges now, isn't he? Pretty yeah. I'm sure he's no. one of the judges. So that's when oh. I think it happens is when Bronny's in the league, he and LeBron are in the dunk contest. But like this year's dunk contest participants were – KJ Martin from the Rockets, Mac McClung, Trey Murphy the third from the Pelicans, and Jericho Sims from the Knicks. No, I was, yeah, we, we need to up it. We need to up it a little bit. The uh the participants though in the three point contest were your boy, Dame Time. Dame, yeah, my God. Uh Jason Tatum, yeah, Kevin wow. Herter, Tyler Hero, Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, Julius Randle, Laurie Markinen. Like, that's a contest that, like, I feel like is similar to the home run derby, where it's like you could mess up your shot. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, it would take, I would say it's, it would take less time to get back into a zone than it would in the home run derby, where you just, it's, you know, whatever. But yeah, I, the three point contest is, I would say, one of my favorites because it's a necessity. Like, let's see how many threes the person. And the fact that you can just have someone go out there and dominate is it's awesome. Who won that? I don't know. I was uh I will find out. Wrestling. And then this wrestling is the skills world. challenge. It was uh Team Jazz because the All Star game is in Utah. It was Jordan Clarkson, mm -hmm. Walker Kessler, and Colin Sexton. Uh mm -hmm. Team Antetokounmpo, which featured Thanasis, Alex, and Drew Holiday replacing Giannis. Oh, game one. Game okay. one. Uh, Team Antetokounmpo featuring Drew Holiday, <laughs> replacing Giannis, uh, and then Team Rookie or Team Rooks: Paolo Bencaro, Jaden Ivey, Jabari Smith. There we go. Um, let me have the dunk contest, and then I think the game is tonight. So NBA NBA All Star Weekend has kind of lost its luster a lot. I think for a lot of people. it really has. I just don't care about it as much. There's just a certain lore to it where you know what you you're going you know to expect from it it's more of just a show it's not competitive i don't know it just lost that all right we've done the same thing over and over again there's no change they did it a little bit with the the whole kobe thing and how they switched it um i think that's how they should have kept doing it but i yeah i just don't care about it as much anymore yeah sadly i get more juice up for mlb all-star weekend like the home run derby is still electric Home Run Derby is electric. They need to add a little bit more mini games to it, but it's got. I, I, as a sicko, enjoy the Futures game. Um, I'd watch that. 
I watched the future. And then the celebrity all star game is it's okay. It's fun for like the first like two innings. It's always fun to see the Miz pop up in celebrity games. Did you see him hit a fucking half court shot? You know he's gonna brag about that on Raw tomorrow night or tonight, whenever you listen. Because he is. I just know it. And he's gonna be like, I hit a half court shot. You should all oh I I am excited for it and also not at the same time. Yeah. Oh, um great. I I just love that baseball's back, man. I'm happy. Big baseball show tonight. It was a big baseball show. That's you know uh, that's the case because we're springing forward. Love it, love go. it, love it, love it. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, not live because it's musical season. Uh, Matt and I will be recording on Wednesday early, uh, so no live show again this week. We'll be back live again next week on Wednesday, uh, and then we will figure out what the hell we're doing. Uh, because I'll be in Virginia on Sunday morning, and I don't know how long I'll be in Virginia for. Um, for the PLL Championship Series championship game. Maybe recording from there. Who knows? Um, but make sure you guys follow us on the socials at Underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI. Follow Pitts on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and at Pitsy35 on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311 and KBIZZLE11 on Instagram. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there. Leave a five-star rating and review. It really does help the show keep growing and where we want to take Underground to the next level. And subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. That's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week and every show on our network in full video form. Shorts, clips, interviews. The glue guys are working on some big-time interviews. Thanks. Some God. big time was, oh. interviews, like crazy stuff. Uh, so yeah. stay tuned for those. Um, that is our college basketball podcast that we just brought on board. Um, so stay tuned for those. And of course, just be a friend, tell a friend, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at underground sports, Philadelphia. Big shout out to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main auto LLC security, 21 security systems, Paul J Gillespie incorporated the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland, and, of course, our amazing merch partners at PHI Apparel Company. It's the most effective and direct way to support everything we're doing when you buy merch. Go check out their storefront. Get your Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast merch from all of our uh, pods on the network. We have hoodies and shirts available. A lot of fun merch in the works that we're going to be putting out soon. Uh, PHIapparel.co. Use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off any and all merch orders and when you get your merch tag us twitter instagram let us know where you're rocking your merch from uh as pitts and i have said it's the most comfortable hoodie we own it really is i'm after this dinner i'm gonna throw it right on and just have myself a night it's like a little like cocoon of warmth it really just dude the pockets you get a little hood there you just nestled up it's nice and it's good for keeping you warm outside and it's fire like designs not to toot my own horn uh but this is all we got for you guys this week. Shout out to Pitsy for hopping on the show once again. And uh, this has been episode number 509 of Underground Sports Philadelphia for Pitts. I'm KB. Till next time, we are signing out.